The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Colvic Darksy. I'm a half orc cleric. I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dark seed. Shakes. I am Melvin Hartney. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out. on the very good adventuring team we're trying to figure out where desire went you know try to help her if we can poor rod now i feel sorry for him i was gonna break his loot but as they're getting closer you see that these three individuals are orcs i will cast sleep how do we wake them up good kick to their ribs cobalt that's an interesting twist everything's been a fucking dead end these orcs don't know anything nobody knows shit she ran away this is fucking bullshit you recognize Helen Gringold. I want you to recover the mask, and I want Desire to not come back. It is a real bitch. You better have like a really, really good reason for killing us. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Why, why would anybody be trying to kill you? She's going to be coming back tonight. Why don't we just stay here till then? Better up my dick at him once in a while. Old strategy, Roscoe. Let's see if it pays off. I got like eight inches of half elf down there. Elf, elf, penis. The door bursts in. There she is. And so I'm gonna try to run over, grab my, grab her wrist, and kind of put it above her. Right behind her bursts in a group of cobalts. Right behind them bursts in a group of three kind of seedy-looking people. Two more dudes burst in, and you recognize Alex Den and his compatriot Barbrady. There's just enough room for Aegis Gringold and Daph, his daughter. Everybody starts fucking shouting. She's what everyone wants. Screw it. I'm going to see if I can clear some people out. I'm just going to cast a minor illusion over there in the corner and try to conjure up a little uh, alpha badger. Dunk, in the back of the room, talking with Solsi, moves towards the, the south end of the room. So basically the opposite end from the door. And the two of you, uh, Hardmeat and uh, Roscoe, you guys notice him going towards the wall. You don't see shit yet. Mr. Hardmeat. Mr. <laughs> Hardmeat. <laughs> My dad was Mr. Hardmeat. <laughs> Call me Melvin. Cobalt <laughs> uh, with the green wristband. He tries to push out of the room but doesn't do shit thug with the camo bandana he tries to push out of the crowd and doesn't go anywhere cobalt with sunglasses he is able to push a little further in as well barb at this point 
is shouting at everybody, trying to calm them down. Or no, sorry, not Barb Brady. Alex is going to do that when it's his turn. Barb Brady is trying to push out of the room. Uh, he manages to get a little closer to the door. So at this point, the thugs are kind of getting squeezed out the side of this people sandwich. The skull t-shirt thug is going to shove his way to the side, but is unsuccessful. Alex is now going to try and calm everybody down. So he's making a persuasion roll. Sorry, this is really boring to listen to because it's a lot of other people. I did not think about that when I designed this encounter. Fuck. He doesn't convince anybody. Uh, no one is calmed down. Uh, sweatpants with a belt is going to try and push his way through the front of the crowd. He is miserably failing at that. Now that was uh, an alpha you possessed there. Did it good? I, I don't know how. You caused a lot of reaction. Mm -hmm. Do you think a second alpha badger would help? On the other side of the door. Chaos, sheer chaos. All the while, this like poorly puppeted uh, alpha badger is like honking around the room and <laughs> bumping into things. <laughs> Uh, Aegis is able to squeeze his way out of, uh, basically, if, if you were going through the door, he squeezed his way the left side out, which is where he was before, uh, and is able to, he's, he's like now in a spot where he's not surrounded and pressed by the crowd. And Solsi is then going to, oh shit, clicked it twice. Solsi is now following Dunk to the south end of the room. They're both at the wall at this point, uh, about 25 feet from you guys. Cobalt with the black cape is trying really desperately to get out the door. He is instead slipping and is essentially crushed. Oh, fuck. So here's why this is super boring for you guys. None of you are in the initiative order. My bad. All right. All now right. what do we do? Well, I'm going to... We're just going to do this. I'm putting you fuckers in. I'm not getting excited for this situation. I'm 227 years old. <laughs> I've seen it fucking all. Will what kind of, what kind of shape is Roscoe in? Is he like... He's in pretty good shape. Pretty good shape? <clears throat> With a massive sausage? <laughs> Like if your if your honey badger trick failed, I was gonna just whip it out and take a piss in the middle of it. <laughs> and see if that shut everyone up. I like how we went from <clears throat> alpha badger to alpha beaver to honey badger. Did I say honey badger? <laughs> I think did. I think that's because you're thinking of honey dicking, so you're just gonna honey dick everybody <laughs> in that room. Honey badger don't give a shit. It kind of works all ways. You're you're honey badger dicking. Honey Dickens. That's that's a fucking character name. Honey Badger Dickens. <laughs> that's a commercial. Honey Dickens. Or that for times of need. That sounds like a like a woman Bond character. <laughs> character. Yeah, it does. Like Honey Dickens or something. Hurry <laughs> up and finish that slice. We'll be nope. back to playing. Nope. I don't want your fucking mouth noises in the podcast. I don't want your fucking mouth noises in the podcast. I don't want your fucking mouth noises in the podcast. I don't want your fucking mouth noises in the podcast. Nobody. Well, you got another slice on the plate there. No, you're I'm gonna good. I'm going to stare at this thing. You're going to start eating that in the middle of the fucking thing. And no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to dive over the table and slap that shit out of your hand. I'm just kidding. 
I don't like you jerk This isn't no well. tilted dice. Don't worry. <laughs> We're cool. What is it? What is the jerk off mouth? I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off name. I don't like, I don't you. like you. Jerk off. Okay, so since I donked that all up, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give the three of you, now that you're actually in the turn order and in initiative, I'm going to give the three of you a free round of actions, and then we'll start back at the top with Roscoe, who got a 20, and we'll go back through the turn order from there. So, Roscoe, chaos is just fucking rolling wild here, right? There's two kobolds that have made their way, like, partially through this crowd. There's a pile of thugs and officers and kobolds and all the rest of it. Uh, Aegis is the only one who has so far successfully managed to free himself from the, like, the, the mosh pit, basically, in front of this door. Over on the front end of it, essentially, I guess you'd say kind of closest to where you and, uh, where you and Hardmeet are sitting on the couch, you can see Melvin holding on to a, not even really resisting, just mostly confused as shit, giant red tiefling desire trying to push his way unsuccessfully through this crowd of solid flesh there you are sitting on the couch all right so i say duncan was the other one uh dunk and his lady friend salsi uh good call by the way i forgot to mention them they are at the south end of the room moving towards the wall so uh, my keen investigator has noticed i'm going towards the wall and i want to see what they're going for all right i'll have you make a perception roll uh four you can't see what they're going for, but I'll have you make an insight roll. Not good. <laughs> wow, we are doing it. Four. <laughs> you don't really know what they're doing. God damn it. <laughs> you don't know, but you know. I know what they're doing. You know, I but you don't know. see it. Yeah, you, so you can't tell specifically where they're going. I, I, I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on over there, but you can't tell specifically where they're going. But so, you can still act. I thought that was my action. No, no, that's just you, like, observing and perceiving the room. All right. You get that for free. I'm going to tackle Dunk and punch him in the face. <laughs> and say, where are you going? Nice. At least that's what I'm going to try to do. All right, so they are within, what's your movement? 30 feet? Yes. Where do I see that? Um, center of your character sheet towards the top. Speed. Something like a little 25. shield icon. 25 is enough to make it across the room. I'm going to have you make a strength check. Is that four? Yep. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yep. That's awesome. Do you have a dice with all fours on it or what? Uh, no, the other two actually were twos with plus two. This one was just a straight four? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, Dunk got a seven and he's got a minus two. So he just barely manages to not be overpowered by you, but you guys are just kind of like <laughs> limply slapping at each other, doing a whole lot of nothing. Um, but you can still take a punch at him at the same time. So go ahead and make an attack roll. No, quit it. 16. 16. All right. Uh, so you, you slug Dunk square <clears throat> in the face. What's your strength modifier? Minus one. Minus one. Okay, so you hit him square in the face and it dazes him, but it doesn't do any damage. Uh, so he's he's stunned, basically, at this point. 
Oh, and my modifier is a, I like a, a big minus one, and there's an eight in the oval underneath it. Yeah, the modifier is the is the minus one. All right, so now back to the big, long, hairy list again. Daff Gringold is going to again try and push out of the crowd. What a disaster. Continues to be unsuccessful. <laughs> Damn. Black Cape, who, if I recall, got halfway through the crowd. Holy shit. Black uh... Cape. He squeezes through. Doesn't even fucking know whose legs at this point, but Black Cape is gone. We're going to delete Black Cape from the order here, which will thankfully make things go a little faster. Bye, Black Cape. Uh, Dunk is stunned. But he does manage to regain his composure. He's gonna slap you. Yeah. I thought we were all gonna go first. Oh, what the fuck, man? Yeah. God damn it. That's what I thought as well. I was, uh, that was a good call. <laughs> I was just, I got so excited because of finally something yeah. other than me moving. So, yeah, okay. We'll just, <laughs> let's go ahead and just have you go again. Again? Uh, or sorry, no. We're gonna have Melvin go. All right. So Melvin will go, you'll go, and then we'll start back over at the fucking beginning. I think you should light somebody on fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you know how this... Okay. Just add to the mayhem. I love it. <laughs> You're just making it worse. <laughs> well, you certainly can't fuck up my combat any worse than I've fucked it up already. Well, I'm going to definitely try to get out first, but if I get out, I'm totally going to try to light somebody on fire. Uh, so... Uh, I guess the last thing I tried to do is grab Desire and try to like squeeze through everybody to get out of here. But I noticed Roscoe uh, punching Dunk in the face. So obviously something's going on over there. At least I think I noticed that. Yeah, you can. That. You noticed that. Yeah, I noticed somebody. You two were punched. casually sitting on the couch. He basically like got up, dove over you, and ran that way. So uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a hold of Desire and uh, I'm gonna try to go over towards Dunk and see what's going on and see if we can find a way out of here. All right. Um, so you grab her, she, at this point, she's just going with whatever, like you guys are the least hostile people in the room towards her as far as she's aware. You grab her by the wrist, start dragging her over, that drags Kolvik along with, cause you're like grabbed onto her other wrist, so there's a little parade of you guys going around to the back side of the room. And there you are in front of Roscoe, Dunk, and Solsi with a little parade of people behind you. What do you want to do? Um, do uh, so is Solsi standing up? Solsi, everybody's standing up, right? Nobody's been knocked over a tackle. Oh, okay. He uh, tried. So I look at Solsi and I like grab a hold of her with my other hand. I'm like, how do we get the fuck out of here? All right. I'm gonna have you make a persuasion check. Uh, are you saying that to Solsi? Are you saying that to Dunk? To Solsi, because I feel like Roscoe and Dunk are. Uh, kind of entangled at the moment so slippy slapping it out so i'm gonna have you do it with advantage i didn't even think i asked him. i just punched him in the face <laughs> so that is a this dice sucks so hard i think that's a nine <laughs> do you want do you want to use real dice i'm so oh. sorry i'm gonna throw away the cum dice after this yeah that's it. actually i can just use this other blue one which would make sense uh we'll try i think i that was a nine roll that again one a nine <laughs> it was meant to be wow all right so then her but uh hold on that was with a nine plus my persuasion which is negative one so that's an eight. Oh no all right so she's going against but you are apparently very convincing nice. she looks at you she looks at the chaos around the room she realizes that this is probably about her best way to, to like deal with the situation she says 
through here and she pulls a little lever and a like section of the paneled wall breaks off to the side slides in and there's the opening dunk bolts through it right away she bolts through right after he like dunk basically disengages you you get a good slap at the back of his head while he's on the way out and they are gone through this tunnel are you guys gonna follow them mm-hmm. yep all right we're just gonna leave this whole fucking chaos thank I god on fire i I wanted to, but I don't have anything. Well, I can make it look like it's on fire. I don't have a fire spell. Oh. But serious, you can murder oh, no, illusion un- now some no, fire. No, 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 no. All right, I have a ray of frost, so what I want to do is I want to shoot it at the ground underneath everybody <laughs> to, to create like a skating rink where all these people are just, <laughs> yeah. All right, so you ray of frost. No, I'm not going to make you roll for that shit, man. You ray of frost a sheet of ice like Silver Surfer across the floor of this room and you have just enough time to see like three of the three of three of the bodies go down and a bunch more are starting to slip and slop all over the room and the trap door or sorry the fake wall door closes behind you and you can hear Dunk and Solsi plodding away in the distance running through they can hear they're kind of like semi-wet footsteps running down the hallway uh so it's the four of you now the three of you plus desire dire uh, desire is just completely stunned at this point you can also hear me giggling the hallway <laughs> the faint echo of hard meat giggles <laughs> that's a product right there mm-hmm. hard meat giggles <laughs> When I was a boy, my daddy gave me hot meat giggles whenever I was good. And I'll tell you, they echoed all the way. Those were simpler times. (laughs) (laughs) When a son wasn't afraid to hard meat giggle with his father. (laughs) (laughs) To to share a hard meat giggle with his dad. With his papa. With his papa. The hustle and bustle of today's world. Sometimes you just yearn for more wholesome times. Hard meat giggles. <laughs> oh god! All right, I'm gonna add it to the fucking list before we forget. That's Mister Hard Meat to you. <laughs> That's and it like just never explain what it is. <laughs> <laughs> when a son could share the hard meat giggles with his father. All right, you guys are in the hallway. You've acted. You haven't really had a turn yet. So, Kolvik, what do you want to do at this point? You can still see them. They're about 20 feet in the distance. They're running away from you. You've got Desire and the rest of the gang here. Um, what's our um, What's our lighting situation right now? Uh, you were in a dimly lit tunnel. Dimly lit. All yep. right. Does anybody else have dark vision or anything you can see? <clears throat> I think I do. Um... You should. Yeah, right. yeah so everybody has dark vision, correct? <clears throat> I don't know about a half-elf. Dark vision. Thanks to your elf blood, you have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. You can see in dim light within 60 feet of you, as if it were bright light. And in darkness, as if it were dim light. Right on. So you right. guys can definitely see these people with your dark vision. Well, I would like to shout with my uh, thaumaturgy. It's a spell I have, which is sort of like Minor Illusion, where you can go ahead and it just booms it down. And I just want to say, stop and try to intimidate them pretty much just to stop in their place. The two, two right. ahead of us. Make uh, make an intimidation roll. 
Oh, nice. 20. All right, you are able to successfully intimidate both of them, and, like, cartoon-like, they squeal to a halt and turn around and look back at you from about 25 feet away. Okay. Um, yeah, so they stopped, and I'm just going to kind of go ahead, and I'm going to have the most persuasive person in front of us to start talking, because that's pretty much all I had in my book. I just know how to <laughs> tell just... people to stop. I'm like, stop! What the fuck now? You, you yelled stop, they stopped, uh-huh. and then you just kind of shrugged your shoulders at them? Yeah. Am I... Roscoe, are you persuasive? I am. Like, how persuasive? Six. It's pretty persuasive. Mm-hmm. So, um... <clears throat> like a man selling cars mm-hmm. with a watch. So what the hell was going on in there, Dunk? Like, I... <laughs> no fucking clue. I was expecting her to show up, and I was going to pay her for the mask, and we were all going to go on our merry way, and that was going to be the end of it, and then I could go about my way, and she could do whatever she was going to do. What were you going to pay her for the mask? I wasn't going to... Fuck, man, I wasn't going to pay her anything. I mean, what leverage does she have? At that point, uh, Desire. I have no fucking brains right now. <clears throat> Desire, like, snaps and is like, you weren't even going to fucking pay me? You said you were going to pay me a thousand gold last night. Do you have the mask on you, Desire? No, I gave it to him last night. I left him with it. Well, that was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, like, at the mention of that, you see Dunk down the hallway. Dunk and Solsi are both starting to, like, Mm. walk backwards slowly away from you guys. I'm going to reach my hand and go ahead and grab uh, Dunk. With your, with your 25-foot arm? Oh, yeah. I thought we walked up to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I mean, so, that would be pretty amazing if you just yeah. go, right, go get right. arm. Well, at this point, I guess... You're going to run towards I'm him run and towards grab him? him. And just, actually, not even grab him. I'm just going to go ahead and spear his ass. What? You're going to yeah. kill him? No, spear. Like, no, no, like tackle. Oh, spear. I thought yeah. you meant like weapon. I was wondering where you got a spear. No, I don't have a spear. Place. Like, go ahead and just like... <laughs> Conjure spear. <laughs> All right. Because I can tell, like, some shady business is going on. And... All right. I'm going to have you make a... Let's do this as an athletics check. Oh, man. Oh. 21. Oh, nice. He got a... It was actually going to be a 18 with the modifier. So, you are able to tackle this dude. You've got him on the ground and you've got him restrained. Mm-hmm. And Solsi's just sitting there kind of freaking out. Um, but you've got him. There he is. And then I'm actually just going to look back and say, desire, what's going on? And hopefully one of you two are going to talk to her about that because, <laughs> I mean, that's all I can, what's going on? I just tackled somebody. So, she, she's, she comes over there and she gives, uh, she gives a Dunk a kick in the ass underneath you. And it's like, you son of a bitch, you were going to cheat me out of what little money you were going to give me for that thing after I went out and stole it for you? Oh, this is disgusting. He's the one that's got it. If you need that stupid mask back, get it from him. Why did you steal a mask for Dunk? Because he was going to pay me for it. How the fuck else am I going to get out of this shithole little town? Well, there's a problem. Because somebody wants you dead. She's pretty taken aback by that. She's like, dead? Who would want me dead? Aegis' wife. Aegis. Aegis' wife. Stop, Jane. What? No. Did you just soft. say soft cheese? Soft G. Oh. <laughs> soft, soft cheese. 
That's like your romantic whisper too. Soft cheese. <laughs> Ages cheese. The soft cheese. The soft cheese. Brie. Yeah. That is so she she is uh, she's pretty taken. Aegis. Okay, I can say it again. I'll say it again. You already said it. It's cool. Aegis's wife. Aegis's wife. She she's pretty stunned by that. She's like, wow, dead? Really? Thousand gold. Thousand gold. Bitch. Wow. Huh. I'm gonna ask what yeah. makes this mask worth a thousand gold. She's she's gonna give you kind of a dumbfounded look, and she's like. Well, it's his dead grandpa's death mask. Can't really make another one. All right, I have a plan. Make Pogs out of the mask? <laughs> yes. <laughs> make Pogs that was actually out of her. my plan the first time I heard about this ivory and gold mask, was that it would make a really sweet slammer. But my second idea was that uh, if Dunk has any amount of money, what we could do is extracted from him in whatever means we need to get the mask back pay desire to go away and then collect the uh, assassination money from Helen. She didn't necessarily want it she just wanted to not see desire again. She kind of hinted strongly insinuated. Yeah so as long as we make her go away I feel like we can collect that thousand gold. With the firm understanding that if we see her again we will kill her now, is this a conversation you guys are having out loud? No, this is uh, this We're is a whispering to each other. <laughs> well, everybody's well, supposed I mean, to be like, so anyway. So this is a yes thought kind of thing. So, all right, so we need, uh, uh, I, I uh, look over at Roscoe, I'm like, find out how much money he has. All right, Dunk, how much money do you have? <laughs> none. <laughs> how much is your blood worth? More than none. What do you want? He owns the, he owns that establishment of filth, so he's got to have money. It's true. He probably has money. Yeah. Uh, he's when I draw my sword. How much is it more than none? He says, Jesus. Okay. Uh, I can probably like I can I can I, I can probably get together. I don't know six six hundred gold. Get together or have on you. Well, I don't I don't have it on me. It'd be back in the safe, but I think that's like what I would have sure how is he supposed to pay her a thousand if he only has 600 on him he was gonna stuff her yeah well, i know but i'm a dumb guy i'm just like hi where are you gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> I, when you did that i pictured ben stiller chasing a butterfly with a mallet <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty perfect. I don't know. I'm a dumb guy. <laughs> what's what's his name? Simple something. Happy Jack. Well, not Simple Jack. Simple Jack. Yeah. Uh, 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 what are you supposed to do it? <laughs> so he All says right. he can get together 600 gold. That's in the safe back in the thing. Yeah, but how are we going to trust this fool? Well, we don't. We have to wait for people to... Is it back in his office? Ask him where it's he at. He says it's in the safe. I assume that's in the office. That is in the office in his safe. Or, sorry, the safe is in his office, which you just left. And the question is, do we ever want to come back to his establishment? Well, how long is it going to take for those other fools to clear out of there? Are they just going to hang out in there? I mean, we could wait for like 20 I mean, minutes and put our ear to the wall. We're gone, and we can wait there. Um, 
so that you would think they would just go away unless they anybody saw where we went in which case they're trying to get into the wall well if you don't come back here this is where your high stakes games are right i mean you're no longer gonna be back there you'd have to find your arch nemesis somewhere nobody noticed you guys leave the room okay so dunk knows who uh aegis is oh for sure yeah these guys are rivals and it's going to be in his best interest if Aegis does not know that he was involved in the stealing of his family mask, I assume. That is a logical conclusion. Right. So I suggest we wait till people leave. We have this fool pay us. Basically keep quiet money. Give some of that money to Desire. She goes away. Then we wrap this all up in a tidy bow. Some of that money. I like the way you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That works for me. We could keep his old lady hostage, too. Oh, souls? Yeah. I think we should definitely do that. All right. All right. Let's, um... We need to... What does Desire think of all this? Your plan? <clears throat> Are we... To... Well, yeah. I don't know how much we've said out loud so far. Out of game question. My goddess Hyair, is this kind of a... I mean, is this a dilemma for me? Is this any sort of an issue? Because it's not a good or bad kind of god right it's just a divinity over life and chaos um so your god goddess Hyaea, mm-hmm. is the goddess of nature and chaos nature and chaos okay. so this i mean real this honestly nothing, this is right in that fucking wheelhouse yeah this a has whole nothing to do with real life this is chaos and all right nothing really to do with nature i'm gonna okay cool yep and um, and good bad evil any of the rest of that stuff like that's a personal thing for you and how right. you how your character lives their life mm-hmm uh, but none of the gods have any inclination right. specifically towards good and evil. They take both good and evil actions. They're a lot more like uh, they're a lot more like Roman or Greek pantheon than like say Judeo-Christian or anything like that. Okay, cool. I'm cool with it. So I've still got my sword on Duncan. I want to know where the mask is. Uh, he explains that it is also in the safe. All right, all right. Roscoe, tie up Dunk, and Colvick tie up Sulfs. Then I'm going to look at Desire and say, look, we're going to get that mask. We're going to give you some money to go away. Otherwise, you're going to have to die. And if you go away, we do not ever want to see you back here again. How does that sound? She looks at you and says, getting the fuck out of here is the only thing I wanted in this entire situation. Thank you so much. Fucking fantastic. Come with us. We're going to listen at the door and wait for those fools to leave. So I'm sitting here babysitting the kobolds? Mm -hmm. All right. All right. And we're, well... The kobolds, huh? Duncan Sols. I think Solsi. Solsi. Yeah, they're both kobolds. Oh, they are both kobolds. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, forgot about that. We should take them with us. We're basically what are we only like a few feet down this hallway? Yeah, right? you guys didn't yeah. make it very far, yeah, so right. yeah, yeah, well, we. I just want to tie them up, their mouths, tie their well hands. And... Yeah. Because <clears throat> we don't want to have to deal with any running away bullshit. Oh, okay. and they. I mean, they. They're explaining to you at this point that they don't want, they're happy to do all this because they don't want Aegis to know that they've been scheming against him. They don't want mm-hmm. public attention. They don't want, I mean, Alex and Barb Brady were out there. That's the local constables. They don't want like more trouble for the broken egg and all the rest of this shit. Like you can tie them up if you want to, but they're cool with all this stuff. They're like, this is like this, this is how we just make this shit go away is a little bit of gold and giving the fucking mask back. Life is great. Let's do this. All right. Let us go with his plan. But we're taking all of his 600 gold. 
Oh, no, we're, gonna... we're taking all of your fucking gold. Yeah. Are you fucking okay with yeah. that? You know what? The club will be open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I will make more money. I'll yeah. make more money off of you, and I'll make more money off of you. <laughs> it's true enough. It, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we can take everything out of that safe. You don't know that. So you guys go back to... <laughs> Imagine you open a safe and it's just going to be a penis. She's <laughs> watching you put it in there. Like, <laughs> Motherfucker. Thinking you're being, thinking you're being slick. <laughs> Hello, friends. Thanks for coming back again. Episode 5 and we're chugging right along. I'm actually recording this message on a very special day for me. It's November 5th, our official launch date. That's right. As of when I'm recording this, our very first episode just went live. That means I have no idea what kind of reception we're we're going to get or technically have gotten or will have gotten. There's a whole vocabulary around like time travel stuff. That's what this feels like. I'm not going to go into it right now. Maybe by the time this episode airs, we'll all be filthy rich from donations to our Patreon account. Maybe we'll have received so many death threats, we'll be forced to take the whole thing down. I really have no idea. I really, really hope you're enjoying the show, though. If you haven't already, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps get the word spread around. We would also love to hear from you on Twitter, at VGA Team. You can also find us on Facebook. Links to all of our social media, as well as our Patreon account, can be found on our website, www.thevgat.com. For all of you fans of the military phonetic alphabet out there, that's Tango, Hotel, Echo, Victor, Golf, Alpha, Tango. I'd like to clear up a few things about some of our previous episodes. First off, there was some initial confusion between us about our actual name. Uh, This is mostly my fault. The actual name of the group and the podcast is The Very Good Adventuring Team. Not Adventure, not Adventurers, or any other variant. I'm really sorry for the confusion around this. We just finally got this resolved the last time we recorded. I'm not going to go back and fix any of the previous recordings because we're working so hard on producing new episodes. I hope you can forgive me. Second, there was some initial confusion, I think it's just in the first episode, around Mr. Darkseed's name. The name actually is Kolvik. K-O-L-V-I-K-K. We've been much better about that in a time since, but I wanted to make sure we had it clarified for everyone. If you want to double-check spellings or other character names, they're all on our website at thevgat.com. Third, I wanted to make sure everyone knows that we are not officially associated with Wizards of the Coast or any part of the Dungeons & Dragons branding. We are very grateful they publish the game and allow us to use the material, but we are not associated with them in any way. Finally, I think this is fairly apparent by now, but our recording sessions and the episodes in real lifetime are not in any kind of alignment. My past experience with podcasts and authors and all other kinds of entertainment have made me really value regularly released content. Based on that, and the informality of the podcast format, I made the decision to edit every episode down to exactly one hour and release every single week. Our recording sessions can be anywhere from two to six hours at a time, and whatever material we get from those recording sessions is edited into this format before it's released to you. I know it's a little strange to see such a precise time on a podcast, but it helps keep my OCD in check, so here we all are. I acknowledge that this means our episodes sometimes start, break, and end in really awkward places. I do my best to avoid this, but traditional serialized storytelling or Hollywood cliffhanger formatting doesn't really apply here. I'm not interested in releasing episodes that vary in length by as much as four hours, and because this is a guided but unscripted roleplay, I can't guarantee any specific durations. 
I hope that works for all of you as a listener. I'd like to promote a few things today. Like actual real-life things this time, not, not just fake silly ads. Each of these things is a real-life thing I want to share with the world. None of them are paying me to say any of this. This is just me blatantly taking advantage of a public forum to express my gratitude. The first is RPGcasts.com. RPGcasts.com. I just found this site. I wish I had found it ages ago. It's a site that aggregates podcasts about RPG games. The site also promotes women unapologetically existing in the RPG space. The majority of my roleplay and gaming experience has been with men. Straight, white, cisgender males. Now that's not wrong or anything, that just happens to be the people that I've personally known that are willing to play these games, but I truly hope the day comes when absolutely everyone feels comfortable with joining in. Thanks for putting together this awesome site, Tess. I also want to thank one of the greatest services of all time, the Jolly Roger Telephone Company. The best place to start learning about what they're doing to save the world is the TED Talk that the founder created. So just search Jolly Roger Telephone TED Talk and you'll find it. You can also find them at jollyrogertelco.com. This guy is doing his best to save the telephone industry one hilariously stymied robocaller at a time. Thank you, Roger Anderson. You are absolutely the best. Finally, I'd like to thank DysonLogos.com. That's D-Y-S-O-N-L-O-G-O-S dot com. Dyson has been hand-drawing maps for a very long time and is very, very good at it. I'm personally hoping that I can commission a few maps from him for this podcast, which is a part of why we beg you for money. For the moment, though, you should go check out his site and see some of the most amazing map artwork you've seen in a long time. That's about all I can think of to say for right now. I really hope you're all enjoying the show. I really hope you'll keep listening. Again, please leave us some reviews on iTunes. That really, really helps. Check out the website, thevgat.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. And thank you all so much. Back to the episode. All right, so you guys, you, you go back and you wait outside of the store and you can, you can hear through the wall. You hear all the commotion. You hear all the people slipping. The noises start getting kind of wet and soggy after a while as the ice on the floor melts and People are all kinds of angry and pissed off, but they have no idea where the group of you went. And eventually, after probably an hour of them all infighting amongst each other, they disperse. They, the room goes quiet. Um, I'm going to have each of... Well, who's listening at the door? Roscoe. I am, yeah. Roscoe, I'm going to have you make a perception roll. Nine. Okay. Uh, you can't hear anything. You're not 100% confident about it, but uh, you, you don't have you're pretty modifiers. sure everybody's left. Nope. Oh, it's wisdom. What's that? Oh, uh, perception's modifier. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, you, you feel pretty, pretty decent about this, that everybody's out of the room, and it's been about an hour. You've been waiting. Uh, you want to you climb back in there? You want to wait more? You want to phone home, phone a friend? Let's, let's uh Carefully and perceptively. Yeah, I think it's going to go uh, Roscoe and then Alvin and then the two and then I'll just be behind them. So why don't I just along. stealth them? Can I oh, sneak yeah, in there like so nobody better. sees me? Yeah. I, I was trying to be sneaky and tricky there. There's there's nothing. Everybody's out of the room. Okay. You guys open the door. You find an empty room. A, a sloppy front of the room. Somebody was polite enough to close the door behind them. You're in the empty office. Dunk goes over and cracks open the safe 
And he manages to find, let's actually do, where's my other fucking dice here? The safe contains 942 gold. Nice. He estimated a little low. He was trying to hide it for a second, but you guys saw him like squirreling away some gold and you shove him aside right away. So there's 942 gold in there. You also find the mask. Nice. And it's beautiful. It's lovely. It was worth all the fuss. So guys, how much should we give uh, Desire here? 100 gold? How much is in there? 900 something? 942. There's 100 enough to do what she needs to do. Not I'm going. I'm leaving here, and I'm never coming back to any roots that I have. I'm going to start a new life. I'm going to need at least 500 gold. What? 500 gold? You know what costs less than that? My sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you get 400. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, she takes it, and she uh, she asks Dunk where that side passage goes. He explains where it exits in the sewers. And unless anybody wants any final words with what could potentially be a beloved and recurring character, no, nothing. I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I'm just gonna. No, I'm not gonna do that. Were you gonna squeeze her boob? <laughs> I thought you were gonna flick her off. But being a dumb character, <laughs> you gonna get, you gonna give her a swat on the way out? Swat on no, the rear? I'm not gonna do that. You get, okay? Well, so I that that slap that. was actually that was a high five. Yeah. Well, yeah. high five on the way out. Give her a high five on the way out. I'm pretty sure that audio clipped like hell. Maybe maybe we'll run into you, you know, in our future travels, Desire. Who knows? I wink at her. Maybe parts of me will run into you. She gives you a, like, an appraising look. Notices your tight, tight leather pants. <laughs> and then gives you a wink before slipping out of the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now you're standing in a room with a guy that you not quite robbed. Um, and his his irritated girlfriend mm. and a mask. And what was that? That left 542 gold? 542. I'm going to take that gold and the mask. I'm going to... Go up to Saul, so I'm going to poke her. I'm like, I'm taking this gold, and you owe me. And I'm going to go up to Dunk, and I'm poke him. And I was like, you fucking owe me. We're out. So, we're not taking their money? No, we're taking the money and the mask. Yeah. Oh. And but I want to make sure they know that we cut them a sweetheart deal. Mm -hmm. Could have easily just chopped their fucking heads off and left them in that tunnel. Let's give them three gold. Three. <laughs> it makes the number divisible by three. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. So, Melvin, come on. I'll buy you an apple juice. Wait, two gold? Yeah, it's 542. Oh, yeah. That works. <clears throat> Little foggy. You owe me, and you slap a gold on them. You owe me, slap a gold on them. Or do you, do you want to, like, mic drop the gold? No, I'm not that cool. All right, you leave your you leave two gold on the desk. I'll throw it on the floor, in the muddy floor. Up in the gravel for it, like the animals they are. Nice. <laughs> two gold flopped on the floor on your way out of the room. Yep. You walk out the uh, the bar. Business is kind of going as usual. There's a lot of confused looks as you come out because everybody saw this really random ass crowd of really random people that wouldn't normally be associated with this place. Walk out probably 20 minutes before you walk out there you are 
you're out in the bar, you're you're coming out on top. Yeah. Got a wanna, drink for the road? Yeah, I said, Melvin, let me get you an apple juice. I always want a drink for the road. I mean, this is the land of Andon. What, made? Yep. Andon Sweetwater Brandy. After brandy. that, I want to haul ass, get back. I want to get rid of this mask as fast as possible. So we want to talk to the wife, or do we want to talk to Aegis? The wife offered us a thousand, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And to get rid of desire. So I feel like if we make her happy, we're going to make Aegis happy. So happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Each of you gets a beverage at the bar, slam it down after a, a quick cheers to solidify the, the buddy bonding story that we've all just gone through together. Like happy, happy podcast listeners that love this show. And you make your way across town at this point. It's it's early evening, but not super late yet. We're probably talking about 9.30, maybe 10 o'clock. Sun's down, but people are still out and active a little bit. You make your way across town over the bridge into the richer districts. You find Aegis's mansion. And you go up and you knock on the door. Uh, one of Aegis's servants opens the door and kind of gives each of you a, a disgusted look and says, May I help you? Can we speak to the lady of the house, please? None what business. She'll know. Tell her it's the very good adventurers team. I'm sure she'll be impressed. (laughs) He closes the door. (laughs) And about two minutes later, a breathless Helen opens the door and says, What on earth happened? We happened, bitch. Here's your mask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love that the old wizard V-Jet. <laughs> V-Jet. <laughs> You produce the mask And she gasps in delight And says Oh this is fantastic You wonderful wonderful men Her tone completely changes You are suddenly all sunshine and honey with her And she, I, I look at her and I'm saying You're going to have to worry about that Other problem as well Give a little wink uh, she like she gives you a really wicked smile and winks back at you and says, I'm glad all of my problems are taken care of. It's such a delight to have such wonderful young men in this town. Holly meat giggles. Good all around. <laughs> she says, wait right here. Closes the door. She comes back a handful of minutes later and she's got a pouch with the other half of your gold for this job. So there's another 500 in your pocket. Very nice. She says, well, I think that just about concludes our business here. Say, um, I think it does. And, uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, putting in a good word with us, with the uh, master of the house, we'll be on our way. She says, I think I can do that for you. Oh, I bet you will. And she uh, she gives Hardmeat another wink and closes the door. And you guys uh, stroll off happy and uh, with is fat she, wallets in the distance. I think she's sweet on you. I was, I was just going to ask, do you think she's kind of like a cougar? A little bit? Cougar. Go ahead and make an insight check. <laughs> Man. Uh, three. You are super confident you can fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel cougar. I mean... <laughs> What are you if she's a cougar? I I don't know. I'm 227 years old, so yeah, she's, she's basically it's, she's barely legal for me. <laughs> How old are you? Is there a parents though? Yeah, that's a good question. 
I mean, that's that's barely uh, cresting middle age for an elf. I mean, an elf would live to be 500, 550 years old. All right. Yeah. I'm in my prime, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Super lazy to super confident. It's just slain cougars all right, So how much all over money are we walking around with right now? Yeah, yeah. like 1,040. 1, Should we go... Give like a thousand to Perkins and escape their ass. What like are you that's gonna, a bonus. What are you gonna do with it? Gold. I don't know what should we do with it. Definitely not drinking or whoring. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go dump a thousand in the safe and. Uh, should we, are we? What are we paying Perkins? This poor bastard. A gold. One. <laughs> I imagine you'd be. I mean, Perkins is essentially a skilled worker. So versus what the rest of like what's normal in this world you'd be paying him approximately two a day you know maybe you throw in a bonus here and there because he's technically a founding member plus and minus a bow maybe he wouldn't get like an equal quarter of everything that you guys make but let's just let's call it you guys pay perkins 15 percent of whatever you get and then you divide up the rest wait does that math work out no what's something that divides by i prefer three? two what, two gold a day? Is that what you said? Well, that's what a skilled worker would go, but he isn't really just a skilled worker. I mean, he does, like, fucking everything for you guys. Let's say you give Perkins 10%, and then each of you guys get 30. I don't like this percentage. I think we give him a standard wage, and we give him a bonus. Then we have if to he, worry about how much time has passed. If he damn well does It's easier just to give him 13% of what we make, and we pocket the rest and split it up. Oh, just 10 just 10? Yeah. Oh, I suppose that's Because then it's then it's an even 30% for the rest of you. I never trust round numbers like that, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stupid, untrustful round numbers. Fuck you. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. You how don't do you, trust round numbers? How do you feel about prime numbers? <clears throat> prime numbers are trustworthy. Trustworthy. I really don't know what to do with that information. All right, so you guys figure out whatever you're going to do to pay Perkins. Um, well, let's take a vote. We're all in this together. I say we give him a standard wage and a bonus as we see fit. Sure. All right. Yeah, we should do that because well, as we go along and become better adventurers, the bonus will be better. We'll yeah. get bigger loots. And so I think he would agree with I that. I mean, it's not like we're robbing him. No. We're giving, yeah. we're giving him a little living wage here. Mm -hmm. And we're going we're gonna to give him performance-based bonuses so like i was saying he also gets free enemas for life so right colon cleanse whenever he wants one yeah or whenever he doesn't want one either one yeah yeah, yeah. he's he does pretty well for himself we'll say what we'll, yeah. we'll just round it to like a month monthly figure yeah so a month so we we just call that 60 gold two gold a day let's do that get Perfect. 60 gold a month fucking perkin i don't know about <laughs> you guys but i am tired as but, I mean, that's a lot of adventuring we did today so far. So, yeah, we, I would want to go to sleep for the night. We work hard. We play hard. Uh -huh. Let's, we got some time to decompress. We had some misadventures. Yep. Right on. I to go ahead go up and do some praying. I did some bad things today. So, hey. Hiya. Hey. Thank you. So, I said well, your goddess good. isn't a goddess of good or evil. You caused some chaos. Uh -huh. I feel like she'd be happy. Uh, moral grounds, more or less. She doesn't care. But I'm saying these things, she's like, eh, whatever. Yep, I need to do my acolyting deeds and go up and spend some time with my deity. Right on. Is your deity your hand? <laughs> Across my whole... You spend a lot of time just like jerking off. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you jerk off again. I'm so sorry. I just spend the whole time in my room and just holding my holy symbol and just rubbing it. 
I hold my holy symbol to. <laughs> you know, well, you don't have a room, so you're just doing this in like the back office, the conference room. <laughs> you guys wake up every day wondering why there's this film on the conference table. Oh. Aren't orcs kind of wild? He don't give a shit. That's true. Sleeping indoors is a, is a big step. Yeah. All right, so that is that wraps up the a tiefling named desire story arc in a completely fucking different way than I thought anything was going to resolve. <laughs> so thanks for all that. That was a wild ride. Ta-da! Um, at this point, you guys were actually supposed to go up a level at the beginning of the session, and you were also supposed to go up a level at the beginning of the next session. So <laughs> keep in mind that the next session, you guys are going to go from level two to level four. All right. We didn't have uh, we didn't have any combat. No, but we that's fun. That. No, yeah, we, we avoiding did that. combat is the same experience as as actually going through it. So you guys mm -hmm. get rewarded the same way. Yep. Nothing that a little alpha badger action. <laughs> yeah, that pulled out of nowhere. An alpha badger <laughs> came from this. What the fuck? And effectively punched a kobold in the face mm -hmm. and shouted at people down hallways to stop. They listened. Just Let me like that. We're very good at adventuring. Mm. Oh, we don't do that standard adventuring shit. This was a very non-standard adventure, but mm. I think it'll make for some damn entertaining listening, I'll tell you that. So very first thing before we move on to anything else is leveling up. So each of you went from level two through four because we forgot to level. I forgot to tell you to level at the appropriate time. So, Melvin, why don't you uh, why don't you tell the world what leveling up meant for you? Hi, world. <laughs> How's it going? So, hey, level, <laughs> I leveled up uh, two levels. I decided uh, with my ability points to add two ability points to my intelligence. So, I am now one intelligent SOB. Uh, I'm up to eighteen now. God damn! So I got uh, four. Count them four bonus points. God damn, Rick. In intelligence. <laughs> God damn. That guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I took the uh, standard hit point addition. So I'm up to 24 hit points because I'm not very lucky, so I'm not rolling that shit. And uh, added a few spells to my repertoire. Ooh. Uh, <clears throat> added an invisibility. Uh, Misty Step and Web. Web. I'm not familiar with Web. What's that one about? I don't know. I kind of picked that just because I was. I, I just wanted another fucking spell, and I just. <laughs> um, it is. You conjure Fuck this spell list to fuck all these spells. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it sucks. Uh, you conjure. You conjure a mass of thick, sticky, webbing. At the point of your choice within range. The web fills a 24, 20 foot cube from that point for the duration. Webs are difficult terrain and lightly obscure their area. If the webs aren't anchored between two solid masses or layered across a floor, wall, or ceiling, the conjured web collapses on itself and the spell ends at the start of your next turn. Webs layered over a flat surface have a depth of five feet. All right, this goes on and on, but you get the idea. Oh, the webs are... Don't, don't get it in my hair. The webs are flammable, by the way. I'll try really hard not to get it in anyone's hair. I make no problem. Like if you were to no. cast web on somebody, can we attack them through your web? I believe so. 
think so. Imagine you can always getting try. the impression it's a giant like spider web. Mm -hmm. Spider web looking thing. Maybe you have like a piercing stab through it. Yeah, somebody's weapon gonna get stuck to the webbing. It sounds like well, it sounds like it's flammable, so you'd want to like web somebody and then start it on fire. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'll create an opportunity for that to happen for you as soon as I can. Fantastic. I probably should have grabbed a fire spell, but hey. It's always next level. Right? Actually, I can do that whenever we rest. But yeah, you, you can switch up your spells all over this place. I don't like to switch up my spells. <laughs> I just like them. Once I get them, I like to just have them. I don't know. It makes more sense. Yeah. Like, why would you all of a sudden not know one spell and know another? I would just forget one thing completely. Mm -hmm. Like when Homer took that winemaking class and he forgot how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it for me, though. Roscoe, what's your level look like? All right. So at level three, I rolled for hit points. Rolled a five plus one for six. And I picked for my roguish archetype Thief, which gave me the abilities Fast Hands and Second Story Work. Level four, I rolled a five again. Plus one. And I added two points to dexterity. Ooh. So I am a very dexterous motherfucker. Yeah, you are. You nimble? I am very nimble. Very flexible. Mm -hmm. I can that's... stab you three times before you know what's happened to you. Whoa. That's, that's why you and Lexi get along so well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been done for three minutes by the time she comes. But <laughs> <laughs> you've got that lingering effect. <laughs> She's up getting coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> that Roscoe. Surely, surely you got her permission before any of that happened. For sure. Yep. Uh, I can never remember the actual words. Affirmative cons consent. <laughs> Did you guys watch the South Parks with PC? The whole fucking PC bro. Oh dance? yeah. Principal the following the, the principal the morning bro. the morning after uh mm -hmm. the morning after the frat party the, the the like frat party leader is going all the rooms and he's like need your permission slips bro don't they think <laughs> the pc meant pussy crushing or some shit well that's like because that's the joke because that's what it's supposed to really mean but they really are like super pc <laughs> did you all get your consent form signed <laughs> Kolvik, tell me about tell me about your level tell me what your level did for you well, my level did for me. I'm just going to do it all in one. Uh, combined rolls, I got 15 hit points. I did a roll and did awesome at him, which was great. Nice. So we're up to, not as much as I was helped though, 32 current hit points on those. Because it's going to be really hard to almost kill you with one shot now. Yeah, we can only hope. I don't know. You're throwing some crazy stuff at us. For my life domain spells, I get two of them in addition to what I chose, and that was Lesser Restoration and Spiritual Weapon. Which is pretty cool. You get a floating weapon that can do damage. Ooh. Sounds scary. Yeah. And then along with that, I did Prayer of Healing, Hold Person, and Enchant Ability, which is really cool. Because I think if I'm going to be a more supporting character, this is really going to help. Because I can cast it and does cool things like give you full strength. The target has advantage on stealth checks and his or her carrying capacity doubles. That'd be good for Roscoe. And then a lot of it has to do with checks. Like Fox Cunning, the target has an advantage on intelligent checks and things like that. Which is neat. And then I also added two ability checks to my Wisdom, which is at 17. Being a wise... Wise dumb guy. Being a wise guy, eh? Nice. Wise dumb guy. 
Episode 5, Catch and Release, was released on December 3rd, 2017. We'll be back next week with another episode of The Very Good Adventuring Team.